Box out of them. Box out of them. Box out of them. Online community. Radio community. Online community. Keep it locked. Welcome, my name is Diggy Dang, and today is World Music Day. Make some noise. Box Out FM and our friends at Insider are presenting this special episode of Fresh Out of the Box on Box Out FM. And we have two heavyweights from the Indian electronic music scene. Ashwin, also known as Kamchor, and Madhav, also known as Kora. Ashwin is Co-founder of Jalebi Cartel, been in the scene for the last 20 years. Madhav has his label, Killer Records, formed in 2009, been in the scene for a while. So we're going to just kick it off and ask a few questions, play some tunes, and celebrate World Music Day together. So welcome to the Box Out HQ. Thank you. Thanks. Good to be here. Thanks for having us. Nice one. All right. So let's kick it off. Madhav, why don't you tell us a little bit about your journey so far, how did it all begin? When did you decide you wanted to do music professionally? Um, it just kind of like kind of took over my life kind of gradually, so it was not really like so planned, but music's like kind of been a part of everything since pretty much <clears throat> a long time now. Uh, ever since I can remember, like most associations were somehow with music of some kind, and then um, uh, got into like metal for a while. Uh, I was in hip hop, in a drum and bass. I was a drummer in the beginning for a couple of bands. So I used to play mostly like rock and like heavy metal and stuff like that. And then we used to have a bunch of band practices and a lot of times half the guys wouldn't land up and it was really annoying and I was the drummer so it was always at my place. 
So then finally got really annoyed with the whole thing and I was like, let me just try and do this on my own and that's kind of how the whole exploration into like electronic music started out. So yeah, it's just been like that for a while. Were you gr growing up in Delhi at the time when you discovered um, yeah. you were playing metal? And yeah, I was in Delhi. Yeah. I was in Kintonment, but I was in the army. So we had a place and it was a pretty big place. So I could like set up my drum kit and like, you know, basically annoy everyone and all the neighbors. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah. And then eventually electronic music played a part. Was it production first or was it DJing? Um, it was kind of a bit of both actually, that just kind of like, uh, I just discovered electronic music and then I realized most people who were producing were also DJing and that's how I kind of got into the whole DJing thing. Uh, I was listening to a lot of drum and bass at that point in time. Um, and then it just kind of like happened to kind of just work together in some way, but it was a lot of DJing before I actually started producing, seriously. So yeah. So why don't we kick it off with some music first and give us some of your... I'll ask Ashwin next, but maybe for you first, Madhav. Why don't we give uh, one of your influences, one of the tracks that you felt that really molded you as a producer? Yeah, so when I was uh, a kid, I heard uh, this track, which I didn't really know who it was by. It was called The Robots, and then uh, I was still in school, and then I found out much later it was by Kraftwerk, which is legendary. So, yeah, I don't mind sharing that. Tell us a little bit about uh, the song and why is it such made such an impact in your... Um, yeah, so I was really young when I kind of heard it and like I said, I didn't really know who it was. It was only later that I found out about Kraftwerk and read up on them and uh, it's pretty incredible because like, I mean, there's many other people um, who were kind of pushing the boundaries with all of this, but like for them to actually just get up there when there was only bands and like just use machines and be so upfront about the fact that they're literally robots and trying to like make you dance with this whole machine gizmo thing, which was not even a thing then. 
um, for them to kind of start that out and own it like so like early and still have the music sound relevant and communicate what they were trying to say is it's just incredible. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. So what's next? One more? Um, yeah, so this was like the 4x4 kind of, you know, where that kind of part of my brain got activated. There was also this track called Brown Paper Bag by Ronnie Size when Ooh, I was in the... Because I was in hip-hop and then suddenly I heard this track which was like not hip-hop but wasn't really like rap and it was something else and that's yeah. how I kind of like got into drum and bass so I want to just play that as well. They get greater. Yes, another rougher tough form for the chaser. New configuration, new riff, and new structure. Built on a frame that'll hold and won't puncture. Tight, we wrap it up, it's wrapped tightly. It lifts, the bass is the hobby that it gives. When we apply the brakes, there'll be no skits. Just more elements to continue as we climb. Dimensions and the measurements and the evidence you won't find. Changing, rearranging, so it's regularly updated. Hits from every angle, so expect the unexpected. Represent the fusion of the minds that stay connected. The style that is presented, the size of the heart that's been invented. Deliver the flow we give you, so that means you meant it. In your direction is the bearing that we aim to sense it. Instead of waiting for a new star, better we invent it. And let you get your money's worth before you've even sent it. Make you bigger, full figure for the whole nation. Send it out to one to know with no discrimination. Like a sink for 50 lungs, there's many combinations. No matter which way that you turn, you'll reach the same destination. The fullness of the spectrum, 360 keeps you circling. Deep inside the flow is where it's working it. Underneath submerging it. To the bottom, go deeper Way beyond the point that blows holes in your speaker Under and over, take it over and under First you get the lightning and then you get the thunder The feature is the sound and the sound is the feature Step to the rhythm made out of brown paper Sounds that we bring are of a different nature Rhythms get greater and rhythms they get greater Yes, another rougher tough form for the chaser New configuration, new riff and new structure Built on a frame that'll hold and won't puncture Tight, we wrap it up, it's wrapped tight Step, 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 step Paper, 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 Runny size, brown paper bag, big tune, bring back a lot of memories. So tell me, Madhav, like, what was your decision-making process when you were like, I'm going to do this full-time, I'm going to be a producer, I'm going to be a DJ. Was there any other profession that you were pursuing before? Um, yeah, so I basically um, studied uh, communication design. So I was really into like graphic design and art like since, uh, besides music, uh, since I was in school. Um, and then I kind of went ahead and went to Australia. I studied, uh, did a degree in like design. And it was just kind of gradual that it kept happening. I was always doing music on the side, and I didn't really know when it's going to happen, but it's been about four or five years that now I can just do this, and it's, it's great. I'm really grateful that I can do this on World Music Day. So, yes, thank you. <laughs> nice one. So, Ashwin, what's up, man? What's up, bro? So, yeah. So, tell us about your journey, man. Like, you've been doing this for a long time, since the mid-'90s, right? Yes. Like, late-'90s, mid-'90s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jalebi Cartel, just tell us about your journey. Like, how was it like, firstly, back in the 90s? I mean, back in the 90s, it was, um, for us, dance music was a, a, a lot deep. I mean, they were, it all started with disco, you know? And that is, for me, kind of what I remember, uh, the first, like, because my parents are party animals, and so their parties, 
and uh, you know what they used to listen to. So those are my first memories of, and like my, my mom's from Goa, my dad loves singing and dancing, so they always used to jive, you know, so rock and roll and uh, a lot of blues and jazz from my mom's side early on, like, you know, because she was the one with all the cassettes and stuff. And so I, the first thing I learned how to do was put on the tape, like, you know, how to, how to press, how to operate the tape player. And then just sit in front of that and be blissed out. <laughs> but tell us about the raves like in the 90s, like when you were a kid in school, for example. So, yeah. When was the age and you started going out? Uh, what year to, was it? I went to Bombay when I was 16 uh, for my 11th, 12th, whatever, junior college in Xavier's. And that's kind of when I encountered nightlife. And uh, there were all these DJs like uh, Asad, Hussain, uh, even, um, what's his name, Akhtar. All these guys were playing this uh, electronic house music, you know, like... Uh, I don't even remember, like, you know, Wild Horse and all, if you remember. So that, this is like when I stepped in, if you want to ride, you know. <laughs> so, I was a, so I was a kid and, um, I mean, earlier on, you could just go to the club in the afternoon um, because they wouldn't let 16-year-olds in at night. So there were special parties for 16-year-olds where these DJs used to spin this stuff and used to go for two hours, pay that entry and just get smashed and dance, like... Yeah, you know, and it was mostly disco and it was a mix of everything. Uh, cut to, I mean, when I finished college, uh, I mean, then I obviously encountered electronic music and going to these small uh, parties on the beach, uh, like small raves, you know, a uh, small set of speakers, 15, 20 people, and this d totally different sound, you know, it was just, the rep I mean, more what techno, uh, progressive techno or Hamburg techno kind of is, that's kind of what... Goa chance was born out of, I feel. Um, so yeah, Pretty significant time, that means. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, uh, Asad and Hussein were these guys who used to do these parties, you know, like where you could go and listen to this music. And, they, and so I started following them around. And uh, from there, you know, after graduation, I always thought I'll handle my parents' business, but the urge to actually do music was so strong that... Uh, and I actually wanted to make music first. I didn't want to be a DJ. Uh, but because that was the easiest route to make money in the business first, and I didn't know anything about making music, so I got a job in Kazakhstan, my first paying job in Almaty as a resident DJ of a club. And that's basically, so that was my first paying job, so I count that as, you know, the first. What, what were you playing in, in the club? That Everything from Britney Spears to Chemical Brothers to this. It was a five-star club, so you, I even had to go and buy... Yeah, yeah, I even had to go and buy Turkish pop, you know, uh, some local music hits. So I would go every week and buy whatever the new two, three songs are on CD. And I had to mix everything, you know. Okay. Yeah. So let's, let's play some music, some, some of your influences. Give us a little introduction to the tune you're going to play next. Okay, this is like probably one of the first cassettes that I think I remember actually plugging it in. And this is the first track on that cassette. It's a rock and roll. Four o'clock, rock. Five, six, seven o'clock, eight o'clock, rock. Nine, ten, eleven o'clock, twelve o'clock, rock. We're gonna rock around the clock tonight. But you should ride, ride, so join me home. We'll have some fun when the clock strikes one. We're gonna rock around the clock tonight. We're gonna rock, rock, rock till broad daylight. We're gonna rock, we're gonna rock around the clock tonight. When the clock strikes two, three, and four.
next club we'll cool off and start a rock That's timeless music right there. Big up, big up. So yeah, so tell us a little bit about, before we go into your next track, tell me a little bit about your drive. Where does it come from? How, you've been doing this for a long time, you know, in the Indian music scene, and you know there's some glass ceilings here. It's a little hard sometimes, some restrictions. What drives you to keep doing this? I mean, I actually, this whole uh, thing about dance music uh, being, uh, why I, I am obsessed with it is because of this, uh, you make something bigger than yourself with an audience, you know, and uh, that to me is like something worth doing or trying to achieve because even if you do it with 10 people or 100, uh, but when that starts happening is that's when it's really fun. And it's more about getting to a state of, uh, you know, where you, your mind switches off and you're actually, because... When you listen, really listen to music, there should be no thought in your mind because you're actually listening. It's an active process, you know? So when you're truly listening, when you truly shut down and you're really listening, your mind shuts down, those moments, like, you know, as a DJ and with the audience, you can, if you can give them that kind of couple of minutes of that, I think that's something nice. Well, definitely. Well said. So let's go to your next tune or influence. Okay. Your after making music for a while, even with Jalebi, I mean, I was a side trance guy. And um, I, I, I mean, always, I never knew so much about house and techno. I learned a lot along the way, and it's helped and influenced my music a lot. But there's this one artist who really blew me away and kind of, uh, you know, as a producer. So I'm going to play. But I have to just, the intro is really long, it's a really long sample. But. This guy called Tetrameth from Australia. Uh, it's really, I remember the first time I ever heard it, I played it for, we, we were Jalebi Cartel at that time. And I, I was like, man, we all got to take one hour off and listen to this CD. So we all sat in Arjun's studio and we sat and we heard it and it was great fun. Tell me a little bit about like your interpretation of this track. I mean, so there, uh, the way traditional music that I always, I mean, we always were there was always sequential, and you know, you always made things in a linear format. Uh, and listening to this, it kind of helped me break that where you go into a, uh, you your journey is bound by something, but it's just snapshots of spaces, and it's non-linear. So. Uh, it's a much more, uh, I mean, 
it's it seems a lot more jazzy and available to like you can do whatever you want you're not bound by this linear story that you're supposed to tell you know this is the first time that i saw it in action in dance music and i was like man you can just be all over the place most amazingly yeah. so for me that was a really big one what year was this release do you remember i'm not sure but i 2000 and okay yeah 2008 or 2009 yeah, yeah around that time so tell me a little bit about like the audiences in india from your days of jalebi cartel to your current solo project and just tell me about like you know how how it's changed how it's evolved well definitely we don't get uh, i barely get requests anymore <laughs> yeah uh, so that's that's a good thing and the uh, the audiences i mean the growth in india has been tremendous uh, i think we are just bound by archaic laws and stuff the industry would have exploded a long time ago if we had some support from the government uh, you know just regulations zoning whatever simple make it at, even dubai has the 3 am deadline you know and like so why not so things like this would have made the nightlife growth much faster but it's still like growing in leaps and bounds the audience is sure. more so much more aware and i think it's amazing but what about the audience for electronic music you feel um, that's also evolved people are more exposed to different forms of music now or was that also the case earlier days earlier days the access to music was limited everything changed after the internet before that was really getting music was so hard you had to actually know a guy who had this music which was in itself quite hard so from those days we used to buy cassettes at, at in goa at the flea market and then if you knew a guy uh, who i knew one or two dj's so you could go to them with a tape double tape deck and then you could record from them you know so like that so starting from cassette collections to accessibility now once the internet came it changed stuff but even then you could get a track but it took you like a week to get like one track or something you know because it was dial up and stuff so so moving that now to access so there is so much access but there is so much noise also you know back in the day the good stuff only got through so we were lucky because if it wasn't worth getting through it wasn't getting popular so but now because there's so much stuff that it yeah, sometimes it drowns out it's the good stuff overwhelming sometimes yeah it's for sure madhav so Just tell us a bit about your journey when you started DJing, and just basically your musical style. So you, from like, what year was it when you felt like you started DJing, as a hobby or a professional? Um, I think in uh, like early 2000, I was just stumbling around with like um, like breakbeat and like uh, like drum and bass, as I said, and then kind of moved on to like more four by four music. So like. Um, I was playing breakbeat and also playing uh, like progressive house and like different things like that uh, for a bit. Even progressive trance, I went into that phase also. So just been kind of exploring different styles. Like it's never been um, like very fixed to like one particular genre, but it's kind of just progressed over the years. And now it's kind of like pretty much like a melting pot of like all different things that I kind of like uh, that are like coming together. So. So yeah, I think that's. So why don't you? Why can we play something from your one of your releases or one of your label tracks? Um, yeah, sure. <coughs> Something. Give a little introduction as well. Uh, yeah. So this is a an upcoming track from an EP that's gonna come out on the, the label Killa Records um, by this artist called Dub Recycle. So it should be out in a couple of months. We'll just play a little bit of it. <coughs>
a bit of like what the kind of stuff that we're putting out some of it on killer the, records so we had a question for you from abimir yeah. he says uh around 2006 2007 you were producing and making more progressive trance and how is that and now what's you've evolved to a different style yeah. so what's the reasoning for that okay hola abi so basically, um, I was uh, when I went to Australia to study. One of the main reasons I went there was because the progressive trance scene there was amazing, was just incredible. So and even Tetrameth, one of the tracks that Ashwin played, is also from there. And they're like a bunch of friends of mine. By the time I got there, because I was super enthusiastic about the music, and then I started attending the raves that they had there, the outdoor doofs, which are like really famous. And I get there, and I realized that they were some of the most like forward-thinking parties I've been to because we were in the middle of the bush and like usually you'd expect like rave music or like fast like psytrance and like they were playing like weird abstract like techno minimal music and I didn't really know what that was but it just kind of fit the rave environment and it didn't really have a name it wasn't rave music from what I know but it was really futuristic and that's when I realized that I'm in a place where like they didn't really care what genre it was as long as it sounded good and it did the job on the dance floor that was it and that kind of just changed like my whole thinking because um, you could literally go to like a psychedelic party there and get away with a techno set as long as you know what you're doing. Nobody's judging you in the style. And it doesn't matter what time, because there's always like, you know, oh, it's like peak time, it's four o'clock, like, oh, bang it. And they're just like meandering through different spaces of like, you know, like sonically crazy dance music. And I was like, that interested me more than like just, you know, prog. Um, so it was really easy for me to kind of make that change because they were really open-minded people. I just think that was being at the right time at the right place. So, yeah. So, can we play some of your productions for um, World Music Day? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, playing a track which is, uh, we just finished with a friend of mine, Ripple, Shift. We made a bunch of tracks together. This one's um, still unsigned, but pretty excited about it. I'll just share that. Exclusive. Yeah. Boxside.fm. Thank you. 
nice one. So people watching on Facebook Live, if you have any questions, just put it in the comments. Our team will send it over. But one last question, just tell us, before I pass it to Ashwin, tell us about Killer Records and the formation of it and your vision for the record label. Uh, it's a really like, uh, it's a long answer to that, but just to kind of summarize, essentially, um, it started out with the same idea, like, again, when I came back from Australia, full of, like, inspiration, and there were lots of labels there that had um, crews of a few people who just kind of thought similarly and had, like, similar interests musically, and it didn't matter if that style or, you know, that whole trend or whatever you want to call it, you know, even the genre existed or not, it just kind of became your own thing and you just kind of went from there. And I think that independence is is my favorite part about being able to do electronic music because just with the internet and just with the ability of being able to kind of, um, you know, develop some sort of a sound with a few people, whether it's visually, whether it's with in terms of a, a certain uh, style of music that you're kind of trying to push uh, along with like similar artists together um, who are kind of pushing boundaries in different ways as far as like um, dance music is concerned is pretty much uh, what we've been doing. You know, it's just trying to like just question the whole system and see, you know, what kind of sound we can push forward and kind of take that in all ways possible, whether it's with events or with like just uh, music we're trying to put out or, you know, like things that we're doing in general, like as a label. So, yeah. All this music is available on the website or? On um, yeah, the it's all available on like Apple Music, on um, Spotify, it's everywhere, nice, yeah, perfect. iTunes. Yeah. So, Ashwin, we got one crowd question. Rahul's asking, what is the origin of your name, Kamchor? Hi, Rahul. <laughs> well, uh, a lot of my friends used to always say that uh, you know, I don't really do any work, you know. So this, this, this one's... <laughs> but you the, do do a lot of work. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. Which is, which is why... Legacy. It's, uh, yeah, it's like a pun, though. Sure, you know, sure. Just, yeah. But tell us about your record label, Soup Herb Records. So um, Ash was always keen on starting a label, and it was basically his idea. And he always wanted me to do it with him and I like you know it took took me a little while but once we got on it uh, we basically just wanted to release stuff that we play you know that's our rule like if either of us can play it then we can sign it you know so in whatever situation so and that keeps it simple you know so if I can use it in my set and that's just as much of a filter as I need you know in whatever situation if it could be a nice ambient track also as part of a compilation or part of a guy's EP, you know, there's some nice slower track or whatever, but it's a sound that like, so that's it, it's that simple. And we like to sign, we look for a lot of Indian boys also, like we try to do as much as possible. Anyone who's doing our sound, we try to encourage them and incorporate them. Like we do a series where I try to get as many new producers from India who are kind of doing our sound like onto one compilation, you know, so. Stuff like that. It's good fun. I mean, it's nice to take our music out to the world because so much good music is being made in India and it's really a pleasure to present it to the rest of the world, you know? So, yeah. Flying the flag for India as well. So why don't we play one of your selections? This is what we're playing, a production of your own? Yeah, or? this is one of mine. I mean, basically, uh, there's a bunch of stuff that I have made which obviously is not made for the dance floor as such. It's more listening, so... Uh, I am going to be putting it out soon through Bandcamp or whatever, but so this is one of the first, this is the first track I ever wrote. It's called My Own Thing and it's a more of a reggae dub song. Uh, and it's the voices by Arjun Thomas. He was the singer from Chennai, old friend, moved to Canada now, but very amazing voice. So... <laughs> Just wanna do my own thing Just wanna be my own king Gotta try to make your dreams come 
So is that released Cheers. already? Come true. No, 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 it's not released. Not released yet. Okay. Soon to come. That was exclusive on Box Out FM. So you we were talking about Berlin earlier, how you go in there this summer. So I want to know, like, you've been going there often. What is your influence of Berlin in your music style? I mean, definitely I have learned about techno and house from going there much more than actually listening to music here. I mean, also because you when you see it in the right setting. Uh, then it makes sense, you know? And all this while over here, sometimes you also, that's why you experiment and you move around so much because uh, you also trying to find something that fits for you and the audience, you know? So, but there you see what is techno, you know, like there are what in each, in each style, how it, like how the parties are, how the lineup should be made, like, you know, what is, and how it, the system actually works. And, that is educational, you know, like to see the impact of what your music is supposed to do. Sure. So, yeah, going to Berlin has really opened up the mind as far Absolutely. as that goes. Yeah. Do, do, you, do you have a following there when you go there? I mean... Or is it, how has it developed so far? It's, I wouldn't call it a following. We do have a bunch of friends and we uh, have made, uh, you know, we know enough people. And the good thing is that people come and if they like the music, they'll stay. Otherwise, they'll leave. So it's that simple. So I think the fact that we're getting gigs more and more, you know, uh, means that people are liking the music. So that's cool. So we did our first superb records party there um, uh, in a club called Suicide Circus, and it went off really well. We even played, like it was a eight-hour lineup, and we even played some extra time. But it was all superb DJs, and uh, we turned a profit, so we were pretty happy. Yeah. And you're doing something that is summer as well, right? An event? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we, we now we we want to try and do as many regular events there. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, if it works, to so just, you know, keep pushing our sound out. Sure, yeah. That's it. Is there a date for it? No. Uh, yeah, there is uh, one on August 24th. Okay, which I think first. I will be missing that. That's in Berlin. Okay, yeah. Yeah, sure. in Menschmeyer. But I think I might be missing the gig because some these are date okay. issues. <laughs> oh, no. But it doesn't matter. The show must go on. The show must go on. Yeah. So let's play one more track. What are we, what are we doing next? Okay. Um, this is something that's coming out on uh, my friend uh, Farooq's label. Um, mini, mini tech recordings soon. Uh, so. Thank you. 
All right, so we have a few questions left from our uh, from crowdsource questions on Facebook Live. So Chaitanya Rator is asking any upcoming producer or artist you're excited about. Anywhere? It could be it could be in India. It could be anywhere. You can name one from both. <laughs> yeah, I think I mean in India, this like especially now, there's like a lot of like really good producers, like you were saying, and there's a great time like for just generally like hearing music. It's like you know every couple of days you hear like new people. Um, in terms of like at least the last like six eight months, uh, stuff that I've been digging is from uh, this artist from Delhi instantly called JP. He's uh, making some really amazing music. Um, and also Rishi, uh, Midnight Traffic from uh, Hyderabad. Um, and even uh, Sunil Film, he's been making some really interesting music, which is like all over the place, but like a really interesting kind of journey through like different genres. So that comes to mind right now, but there's just, it's a great time like right now in terms of just like upcoming artists. There's a lot of them. So uh, basically all the Indian artists that I play, uh, so Madhav, Ash, uh, there's Folic State, Jitter, Biox, Reverse Osmosis, Def, so uh, it's really, really exciting and shout out to all these guys. Everyone's doing an amazing job. I'm so happy I don't have to buy music anymore. <laughs> so we have one question from Madhav from Ash Roy. He's asking us, can you tell us about your bicep gym routine? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, no gym routine, but yeah, I'm, I'm full like, I really like CrossFit. I've been doing that for the last year and a half and uh, I'm literally like in love with it. It's like every morning, the first thing I do is uh, go train and it's just like, Keeps me sane in this like crazy world, so I can let loose on weekends as well. So yeah, it keeps me alright. Right. Yeah, great man. Thanks for having. Uh, th thanks for coming down to the Box Out HQ and like it's been great to talk about your stories. We can like end the show with some of your tunes and selections. You got some records, I see yeah. some classic tunes. It's World Music Day, so it's all about the music. Big up to everyone who tuned into the Fresh Out of the Box. Big up to the whole I Box Out team for working hard. <laughs> yes. Until next time, you guys. Some last keep words. Yeah, yeah, keep listening. Tunes time. Kick it off with some Chemical Brothers. Surrender album. I wonder what track. So, like, defining moments in dance music, Chemical Brothers, Prodigy, you know? Big up. Yeah.
Chemical Brothers, <coughs> who've been like a massive influence pretty much with like almost every track that they've made so far. It's probably the one band that I heard that made me just like lose it.
Big up. Thank you guys for playing those selections. Thank you for coming down, taking the time. Well, music day. Enjoy the rest of your day. Box Out FM, we're out. Big up to Insider as well for Thank you. promoting and pushing this one. Thank you, guys. See you.